Section 12 of Great Epochs in American History, Volume 1. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Michael Fascio. Great Epochs in American History, Volume 1. Voyages of Discovery and Early Explorations, 1000 A.D. to 1682, by Francis Whiting Halsey. Section 12. A Battle with the Indians. 1497, as described by Americus Vespucius. Desiring to depart upon our voyage, natives made complaint to us how at certain times of the year there came from over the land to this their land a race of people very cruel and enemies of theirs, and who, by means of treachery or of violence, slew many of them and ate them, and some they made captives and carried them away to their houses or country and how they could scarcely contrive to defend themselves from them, making signs to us that those were an island people, and lived out in the sea about a hundred leagues away. And so piteously did they tell us this, that we believed them, and we promised to avenge them of so much wrong, and they remained overjoyed herewith. And many of them offered to come along with us, but we did not wish to take them for many reasons, save that we took seven of them, on condition that they should come i.e. return home afterward in their own canoes, because we did not desire to be obliged to take them back to their country, and they were contented. And so we departed from those people, leaving them very friendly towards us, and having repaired our ships, and sailing for seven days out to sea between northeast and east, and at the end of the seven days we came upon the islands, which were many, some of them inhabited, and others deserted and we anchored at one of them, where we saw a numerous people who called it Eti, and having manned our boats with strong crews, and taken ammunition for three cannon shots in each, we made for land, where we found assembled about four hundred men, and many women, and all naked, like the former peoples. They were of good bodily presence, and seemed right warlike men, for they were armed with their weapons, which are bows, arrows, and lances, and most of them had square wooden targets, and bore them in such wise that they did not impede the drawing of the bow, and when we had come with our boats to about a bow-shot of the land, they all sprang into the water to shoot their arrows at us, and to prevent us from leap-lug upon shore, and they all had their bodies painted of various colors, and were plumed with feathers." and the interpreters who were with us told us that when those displayed themselves so painted and plumed, it was to be token that they wanted to fight. And so much did they persist in preventing us from landing, that we were compelled to play with our artillery. And when they heard the explosion, and saw one of them fall dead, they all drew back to the land. Wherefore, forming our council, we resolved that forty-two of our men should spring on shore, and if they waited for us, fight them. Thus, having leaped to land with our weapons, they advanced towards us, and we fought for about an hour. For we had but little advantage of them, except that their arbalasters and gunners killed some of them, and they wounded certain of our men. This was because they did not stand to receive us within reach of lance thrust or sword blow, and so much vigor did we put forth at last that we came to sword play. And when they tasted our weapons, they betook themselves to flight through the mountains and the forests, and left us conquerors of the field with many of them dead, 
and a good number wounded. We took no other pains to pursue them, because we were very weary, and we returned to our ships, with so much gladness on the part of the seven men who had come with us, that they could not contain themselves for joy. And when the next day arrived, we beheld coming across the land a great number of people, with signals of battle, continually sounding horns, and various other instruments which they use in their wars, and all of them painted and feathered, so that it was a very strange sight to behold them. Wherefore all the ships held counsel, and it was resolved that since this people desired hostility with us, we should proceed to encounter them and try by every means to make them friends, in case they would not have our friendship, that we should treat them as foes, and so many of them as we might be able to capture should all be our slaves, and having armed ourselves as best we could, we advanced toward the shore, and they sought not to hinder us from landing, I believe, from fear of the cannons. And we jumped on land, fifty-seven men in four squadrons, each one consisting of a captain and his company, and we came to blows with them. After a long battle many of them were slain. We put them to flight, and pursued them to a village, having made about two hundred and fifty of them captives. And we burnt the village, and returned to our ships with victory and two hundred and fifty prisoners, leaving many of them dead and wounded. And of ours there were no more than one killed, and twenty-two wounded, who all escaped, i.e. recovered, God be thanked. We arranged our departure, and seven men, of whom five were wounded, took an island canoe, and with seven prisoners that we gave them, four women and three men, returned to their own country full of gladness, wondering at our strength. And we thereon made sail for Spain, with two hundred and twenty-two captive slaves, and reached the port of Calis, Cadiz, on the fifteenth day of October, 1498, where we were well received, and sold our slaves." Such is what befell me most noteworthy in this my first voyage. End of section 12